It's Curious City producer Jason Mark. Trailer parks get a bad rap. They're the brunt of jokes, fodder for stereotypes. It's one of the most stigmatized forms of housing. Lots of cities, including Chicago and many suburbs, have zoning laws meant to keep mobile home communities out of their borders. Curious City got a question about trailer parks from someone interested in affordable home ownership. First thing they wanted to know, are there any trailer parks inside Chicago city limits? So we sent WBEZ reporter Linda Lutton to check it out. Hi. Hi there. I'm good. Are you Sheila or Wendy? Wendy. Hey, great to meet you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you guys for letting me come out. I'm so excited. So I'm on the far southeast side of the city, Hegwish neighborhood. You can actually see the Indiana border from here. I'm in the rental office for Harbor Point Estates. Uh, I'll see if we can help you out with that. You okay. Know, if we can get, get them to build your pad. I'm talking to Sheila Chandler and Wendy Jabzinski. They're property managers here. And I've got the Curious City question with me. Hang on here. But I don't get very far before they cut me off. The person wrote, are there any trailer parks in the city of Chicago? <laughs> we hate that word. Manufactured housing community. <laughs> yeah, and you don't like the word trailer park? No, we hate it. We cringe. You cringe when you hear trailer park? Mm-hmm. Trailer is something you pull with the vehicle. We don't pull these homes anymore. It's not back in the day where the hitchers were on the front ends. and the yeah. they're, they're sitting firmly on the ground. Axles are taken off. It's, a, it's set up as a home. I mean, just sturdy as many other houses. So this is amazing. Like, are we in? Yeah, this is a, a manufactured home. This is our office, but it's a manufactured home. This is the kitchen. You can come in here. Everything is spacious and modern, all the latest styles. A sliding glass door leads out to a deck. And most of the new homes are built up something like this, similar to this, with the flooring, with the cabinetry, with the appliances. Really big fridge, huge kitchen, actually. they typically come with at least two bedrooms, two baths. Okay. Uh, Mostly three bedrooms, two baths. So is this... This is considered a double white. If you'll see here, double whites come in two pieces. They join them, and then they just, you know, come into one home. So this is a double wide, and it's going to be transported with two uh, vehicles. Wow. And you can really see, actually, you can see sort of the seam mm-hmm. in the, on the floor, and maybe I can see a little mm-hmm. tiny bit of it on the ceiling. But you'll see here, there's really nothing. Yeah, right. On the mm-hmm. wall, you can't tell mm-hmm. at all that there's a seam mm-hmm. there. So it's two trailers sort of put together. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, two what? <laughs> two what? Two homes. Two homes put together. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe I did that. (laughs) Welcome to Chicago's only manufactured housing community, where you can buy a brand new 1,200 square foot home, three bedrooms, two baths, central air, and all new appliances for $90,000. In this episode, I'll tell you about the upsides and downsides of owning a trailer. Yes, I know, I just said trailer. It's because after talking to people who live in these homes, guess what? They say trailer all the time. Sheila's going to cringe, I know. I'll take you to a few Chicagoland trailer parks, and mostly I'm going to let residents themselves answer the other questions our listener posed. Who lives there and what is life like in Chicago area trailer parks? That's coming up.
Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. Hello there. Yes, I stopped because your home's so beautiful. Okay, welcome to lot number 128 North in the far back corner of Harbor Point Estates. Oh my gosh, the water comes right up here. So pretty. Want see? Yeah. There's a whole lake back here. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are sitting on like lakefront property right here. Uh, yeah, we are. Who would ever think? Lakefront property in the city of Chicago. (laughs) This is Wolf Lake. This is the Illinois side. This is Harbor Point Estates, and it is the only trailer park within the Chicago city limits. Meet Edna McWilliams. She and her husband have by far the best lot in this entire trailer park. Their whole backyard is owned by the State Department of Natural Resources. It's like they're living in a forest preserve in Chicago. I actually had the alderman once tell me if we ever decide to get rid of our place, let her know. She wants first dibs. <laughs> yeah. We have kayaks. We have a pedal boat there. We just put it up for the winter. We have a fishing boat. I have wild turtles that come every summer and hang out at my pier. And they actually will follow me up and down the hill. I mean, I don't even know how to describe this. It definitely does not feel like the city of Chicago. Yeah, it's very peaceful back here. Uh, We've been here 23 years. Yeah. The whole thing hinged on getting this plot. (laughs) Oh, you guys just wanted one spot in here, and that was this one. Three generations of Edna's family have lived in this trailer park. Her mom had a home here for a while. Now her son lives down the block. Edna's home looks just like a suburban ranch. You could see it and not even know it's a mobile home. She's got a deck on the front and back a driveway. She says inside there's a hot tub and a walk-in closet that's 15 feet long. Trailer homes are now considered module homes, which is different from a trailer. They're put together differently. They're bigger. As you can see, we actually have house-sized windows on ours. They're not, you know, dark little dingy trailers. Uh, They have open floor plans. They're very beautiful. And they're not very expensive, yeah. Edna has several hundred neighbors here at Harbor Point, and more are coming. Like you can see clearly this uh, pad here, all of these are gonna be double-wise. So those are waiting for homes there. This is property manager Sheila Chandler again. The big real estate company that owns this park, Ravinia Communities, is setting new homes down every week here. So Chicago's only trailer park is actually expanding. Oh, that's a new home there. We could go look at this house. Okay. As we walk through the park, we pass rows of identical new trailers with tiny front porches and cute little peak roofs. It looks like an ad for the American dream. You get a tiny strip of yard, you get a driveway. Depending on where it is, you might get a two-car driveway or a three-car driveway. And then you get um, the stairs, or is that? You get the stairs. 
The stairs are needed to get up to the doors of the trailer, which are about four feet off the ground. They're usually wood stairs. Think of a mini Chicago porch, four steps up. A few things are pretty different once you step inside. The floors, they just feel different walking across them, like less firm. Use rugs, people told me. You won't even notice. And the walls, they're not drywall. They kind of feel like vinyl. But say, for instance, they wanted, they wanted to mount a TV, they could. Back outside, Sheila tells me the buyer's paying $87,000 for the home. She'll be the first person to live in it. We do lease to own. You own it in 10 years, interest-free. You pay your rent for 10 years, and this is your home. We give you the title. Um, this is an older home here. Um, I think we sold this one for 20 22. That's $22,000 total for a house. You might have paid more for your car. There's a critical difference, though, between owning a traditional home and owning one of these manufactured homes. And it's this. Even if you own the home outright, you don't own the land underneath it. And that's how these trailer parks make their money. They charge rent every month for the little area your trailer sits on, called lot rent. In fact, Sheila says if they've got an older trailer, they'll almost give it away. We want the lot rent, the site rent. We'll give it to them for five, ten thousand dollars Current lot rent at Harbor Point runs between $600 and $700 a month if you own, more if you're renting or leasing to own. And in a trend that's happening across the country and here, large companies are buying up trailer parks, raising lot rents, and making what's been an affordable housing option less affordable. There's another thing about owning a trailer that's pretty different from traditional homeownership. So you know when people buy a home and, and it's an investment, right? Like you want it to go, go up in value like a traditional home. These do not go up in value, but they typically, it's just like a vehicle. Uh, unless you have a Mercedes, but these aren't Mercedes, Benzes, they go down in value. All right, back to what it's like to live here. Meet Harbor Point resident Marvin Taylor. He had my favorite description of a mobile home. To me, it's like a house with no basement. That's what it is, a house with no basement. He and Bridget Stewart moved here a few years ago. We came from the city. We was on 87th Street right by CVS High School. Did you have a house there, or no, were you renting? It was an apartment, one bedroom apartment. The peace alone would make you happy. From the city, yes, I'm very happy. All the shootings that's going on now, you'd be blessed to be anywhere where it's safe, you know. We was in a pretty good neighborhood. We didn't have a lot of crime, but this is better. I mean, you don't see people on the street uh, hanging out and nothing like that, so that's what makes it better. Okay. Here, they rent a two-bedroom, single-wide trailer for 1100 a month. A good deal, they think, for peace, new appliances, and a parking spot. But no basement means no storage. So the day I meet them, they're planning a trip to Sam's Club for the trailer park solution to no basement. We want a shed to put the storage. Because okay. right now the bedroom is just used for storage when it could be used for sleeping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody supports sleep.
I can't tell you what street I walk to next because there are no street names here, although the owners are thinking about adding ocean-themed names, like Seaside Street. But I met two kids playing basketball after school. Their portable hoop was set up on the side of the street between two trailers. My name is Ja'Kaylin, and I'm 13. My name is Mark and I'm 12. I mean, well, it's pretty quiet. I don't really come outside like that unless I'm playing basketball. And who's better in basketball? Obviously me. <laughs> I was 10 turning 11 when I moved here. And what do you think about the move? Uh, where I was at first, it really wasn't, it wasn't a good place. That's why I moved. 80 years for Ellis, it wasn't a good place, really. That's why my mom moved. Ja'Kalen's mom, Ashley, was surprised to find a trailer park in the city of Chicago, but she likes it. Safety-wise, uh, I feel like it's been good. I've been here for like over, almost two years now in May. I haven't had any issues with like safety. I feel comfortable with him coming outside to play basketball. I don't feel like I have to, you know, watch him so much as I would as I, if I was living somewhere else. Her view is pine trees and an increasing number of trailers, all with beige or gray siding. Ashley has a deck attached to the house right off the kitchen. I think the sky is nice over here. <laughs> in the summer, I light up the tiki's and I have lights going around as well, so I plug those in and sit out here, drink wine, we eat out here and stuff like that. There is one thing about life in this Chicago trailer park Ashley was not anticipating. Um, it's a lot of coyotes. So be aware. Because like at night we can hear like them howling and stuff. It's, it's a lot of coyotes. But they're on the outer skirts. They don't usually come in this area. They may if it's like in the middle of the night. I don't know for sure. But there definitely are coyotes. The coyotes are a big topic here among residents. One evening I was walking back to my car just after dusk. A lady called out to ask if I was okay. Look out for the coyotes, she told me. Even the kids have stories. One coyote just by itself, it ain't gonna do nothing. It's gonna run for you. But if it's like more than three, they're, they're not gonna really do anything. They mainly be all the way back there, though. Yeah, I got chased oh, yeah. by one before. We seen one walking home from school and we ran. The next guy I talked to at Chicago's only trailer park has a beautiful lot right off the water. We got a channel from Wolf Lake that runs in the back of the yard. So if you get a fishing license for the year, you can fish as much as you want and have it right in your backyard. You ain't even got to go anywhere. He owns his trailer outright, and he used to love it here. Used to think it was affordable, used to think it was safe. But after four years, he is done. They keep raising the rent on us. Uh, granted, they fixed the roads, but as you've seen over there, they don't fix anything fully. Um, they brought so much riffraff in here due to previous management. The house right here, you know, a hoarder lives across from there. You can see he's got two houses hoarded up. All of the neighbors over here have tried offering to help him clean up. He doesn't want to clean up. The management here, it's just, it's, it's horrible. In a mobile home community, your landlord is responsible for a lot more than just your housing. Think about it. They choose all your neighbors. And while this is the city of Chicago, the streets and all infrastructure inside the community are maintained by the park owners, not the city. So street lighting, speed bumps, snow removal, maybe coyotes, all that falls to the owner. 
I have video footage from my front door camera showing Dodge Chargers racing in here, drag racing. I sent it over to the office. They didn't do nothing about it. I called the police. Police never showed up. There was a shooting right here when we first moved in, um, right directly right here. They treat it as if we don't exist. Just because it's a trailer park or a mobile home community, you can't say, oh, it's going to be trailer trash. No. We try so hard to keep the community clean. But it's hard when you have, you know, a company that owns this property and they just don't care. This is the third management that we've gone through since we've been here. We want to we wanna leave. This guy is not the only resident with complaints in this community or others. People told me about questionable water bills from management being snowed in because the streets weren't plowed. So if you're interested in a three-bedroom, two-bath home, open floor plan. We put so many upgrades in it. We changed all the lighting fixtures. We put ceiling fans in, everything. So take the shed, keep the furniture, $80,000 is yours. Go for it. Ironically, the Harbor Point Estates community could not be built today. Chicago zoning prohibits the use of mobile homes for long-term living anywhere in city limits. Harbor Point is the one exception. If you look on a map, outside the city, mobile home communities form a big arc around Chicago. Regional planners say some 18,000 households live in trailer parks in the suburbs. Some towns rely heavily on trailer parks for their housing. In Hodgkins, 63% of all housing units are mobile homes. In Dixmore, it's 42%. In Monee, the former mayor lives in a trailer park. So I wanted to visit some of these other places and talk to people about what life is like in their mobile home community. Up next, I head to Des Plaines and then to Blue Island to visit trailer parks there. The area around O'Hare Airport is like the capital of trailer parks. Terry Nelson lives in the Rand Road community in Des Plaines. It's squeezed between railroad tracks and a little motel. We're a small 140 and a lot of longtime residents. So how big is your trailer here? This one is a 12 by 50. So it's 12 feet wide, 50 feet long. You said it's two bedroom? A bedroom and office. See, you don't lock the door. <laughs> this is the kitchen. Refrigerator and <laughs> oh, nice appliances. Dishwasher, microwave. Go through the living room. Lots of beautiful plants. You got the 70s wood paneling. See this? All four of these are all different communities I've been to and leases and paper trails. The tall filing cabinet we're looking at is in Terry Nelson's second bedroom. There are glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceiling from when her daughter was a kid 25 years ago. This is also the official headquarters of the Manufactured Homeowners Association of Illinois. Terry is president. She figures she's visited some 400 mobile home communities in the state. So that's one. These are more. These are all communities. 
Blackhawk is in Elk Grove Township. That is uh, Brookwater oh, Gardner. Yeah, Gardner, Illinois. Zeman is a large development company that will always keep us in business. Zeman Neighborhoods, the national. They will keep the activists in business. Yep. Terry doesn't just live in a manufactured housing community. This is her life. She's a full-time volunteer, comes from a Marine Corps family, and says service is in her blood. She's in Springfield every session. She's like the unofficial at-large representative of everyone who's ever bought a mobile home in Illinois. I help homeowners statewide. Leases or lack of infrastructure being fixed by the landlord illegal notices put on their door. We help them organize. The day I visit, she'd just gotten a call from an attorney in Peoria. Because of an out-of-state development company that bought a community out there, gave them $180 a month rent increase without the correct Illinois process. So hopefully we'll get things straightened out for them. Terry wants to see a cap on how much landlords can raise lot rent. She says with large development firms buying up trailer parks, she's worried. She's heard of lot rent hitting $1,000 in some parks. Again, that's if you already own your home. Manufactured homeowners are captive, she says. If the landlord raises the rent, it's pretty hard to physically move your trailer. That can cost thousands of dollars. And some homes are just too old to move. And if you sell, you'll never get back what you put in. If Terry has another campaign, it's against the stigma that has dogged manufactured housing communities. These are two words, trailer park, from the past. 1950 movies and 60s, really, you know, every drunk, you know, drug abuse, domestic abuse, trailers. And, 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 and a manufactured home community, we are a community, we're a neighborhood. We're not a park. I asked my daughter, did anyone ever bully you or, you know, well, she did have a teacher uh, comment that she was really smart for where she lived. Here in Illinois, there are counties that will not allow a manufactured home community. They considered eyesores even today. Now those are people that haven't been in communities to see. You know what, I think of stigmas, not just on our housing market, but just America. I think people need someone to, I don't wanna say pick on, but, but someone lower on the ladder than them. One of my favorite trailer parks is in Blue Island. It's a small community, 80 trailers or so. A handful are brightly colored, like the whole trailer is Kelly Green. All the homes are smaller, older. I noticed one manufactured by a company that applied for bankruptcy 40 years ago. It's for sale. This is where I met Ellen. She's the longest running resident at Broadway Estates. My name is Ellen Ramirez. I've been here since 82. I live at 2800 West Broadway, lot 39. This regular old trailer. It's got a living room, kitchen, 
bathroom, two bedrooms. Me and two kitties live there. I'll pick this can up. I walk around this park every day. I'm picking up cans out of this garbage too. I don't have no food for you. Come on, baby. Uh, yeah, I collect cans and I take them to the junkyard and get money and then I buy cat food for the kitty cats. About how many days a week would you say you go out looking for cans? Every day when it's like this, but when it's snow on the ground, I don't think I'll be doing any walking. I'm 87 years old. And a lot of times people come and throw bags like this in the yard so I don't have to go looking for them. What would you say about your neighbors here? They're all Spanish people. I, I don't, they don't bother me and I don't bother them, so it's nice. They speak, throw their hand up, and I throw my hand up and that's it. <laughs> they have picnics out here in the summertime. They invite me or they fix a plate and bring it over and give it to me, either one. <laughs> Tell me about your trailer again. Remind me what, what year did you get it and... Well, I bought it in 82. Sold house in Markham and moved here. And you bought it new? No, no, I didn't. I bought it from some guy that was selling it. And notice you're one of the last trailers with an actual hitch. Yeah. Well, all the new ones, they took off because they stick out too much. Tell me what you did with yours here. What was your approach to the hitch? I painted mine, and I had just enough paint to paint it black. I got flowers, flowers underneath. All of these are snapdragons. Miss Ellen, living here all these years, do you have a favorite trailer? No, they're all, uh, I like them all. Some, some of these are new that he just brought in here. That one, that one and that one is new. He took the old ones out in the field and tore them up. Take them to the junkyard and whatever he done, done with them. Have you lived happy here? Yeah. Yeah, I've been here all this time. You want something to eat? Huh? You want something to eat? Yeah? Oh! Oh, my Lord! Now just wait. 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 I'm talking to Ellen when two kids walk by. Ellen is feeding a cat they know. What's his name? Ashley. Ashy? Mm-hmm. Ashley? Ashy. 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 Hi, And so I asked the kids, too, what's it like to live here? It feels way... It feels nice because you can know your way back home. That's Leonardo, and this is Joel. They're cousins, ages 12 and 13, when I talk to them. Yeah, and then you you basically almost know everybody in the, in the trailer park, so it's basically almost like a big family. Pretty much. 
And we have so many friends who live around here. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice to live here. I thought we were moving to a different house. We didn't, we, but we moved to a different trailer. Yeah, because you used to live right here. I used to live in that. Uh, well, it was a different trailer, but it was like exactly. 40. Yeah. And you moved down there. Yeah. yeah. They took the 40 trailer out and tore it up out here in the field. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The trailer was so old, the landlord scrapped it. You saw your house torn up in the field? Oh, fortunately. It, everything cared. I like my new trailer better than the old one. Yes, his new trailer has a pantry. I like it because my, cause my room has um, my room has electricity. Because in the old trailer, my electricity wasn't working well. We had to like connect my electricity in my room to like the living room. And my cousin will always disconnect it to annoy me. That would be annoying. My trailer is kind of the same color as his, it, um, but it's uh, a little bit older though. But it's nice and big. Uh, I just put up my TV on the wall. Well, it's pretty much home to me. A neighborhood with trailers, it feels more like a family in their neighborhood of just homes or thing. More people are like more to themselves. To feel living in, in a real uh, neighborhood, like with real houses, I wouldn't really like it because you go outside and everything, and there's barely not a lot of kids to play with. But living in the trailers, you actually get the sense of security that you can actually go to somebody and talk to them. What well, I like about my trailer, it like pretty much everything. People who have no experience at all in a mobile home park, they just see what they see on TV or in the movies, and so. I think that adds to the stigma. My name is Matt Chaddish. I'm the owner here at Broadway Estates. Well, I think every community is different, um, but it is certainly a little more of a lower income crowd. You know, they can get in here and have a little taste of home ownership without, you know, spending the same amount of money that it would be to buy a house. A trailer in this park costs so little, I had a hard time believing it. $8,000, even $4,000. That's less than a down payment on most homes. It gives people a chance. My grandfather bought this community in uh, 1955. So it's been in the family for you know a long time. There aren't as many uh, mom and pop owners like me. It's, it's more of the big companies. Real estate investment trusts and other big corporations that own you know, multiple parks uh, around the country. How would that affect life in a park? As the big groups buy communities, they sell more expensive homes for the, for the good. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice for the communities. They're putting in new homes. Homes like the ones Sheila showed me at Harbor Point, the trailer park in Chicago. But Matt says the families here in Blue Island couldn't afford those. You know, here... Uh, most of my tenants, if I if I were to put in fifty thousand dollar new homes, I would have a hard time selling them, because you know most of my tenant base couldn't couldn't afford them. They wouldn't qualify for the loans. You know. As a landlord who owns all sorts of properties, apartments, rental homes, two other trailer parks, Matt says he prefers the trailer parks. To him, people care more. They try harder. They own it. You know, it's theirs. It, it really becomes about the, the pride of ownership. When You know, if you own a home, you're invested in that spot. 
Ah, mi nombre es Marisela. Uh, yo vivo en la trailer 46. Marisela Núñez bought her trailer for $8,000. She's paying it off over three years. She lives here with a slew of kids and grandkids. She sleeps on the pull-out couch in the living room. Me gusta mi trailer. Sí, me gusta mucho. She gives me a little tour. La lavadora, la secadora, mis santitos. <laughs> she shows me her washer and dryer and her favorite saints. Se me hace muy bonita mi cocina. También esta me gusta mucho porque está muy espacioso para guardar comida. A few years ago, Maricela moved to East Chicago and lived in a house house, not a trailer. But she says she liked it better here and came back. Her sons have put work into the trailer, flooring, for instance, and it needs more work. Even though this trailer costs just $8,000, it's hers. It's home. It's in a community she's a part of, and she has dreams for it. She's going to take out the ceiling fan and put a new one up. And she herself will paint the cabinets white, she says, and the trim. Uh, so my name is Alex. And then I'm from right here, 2800 Broadway Street. The official name of this community is Broadway Estates. Actually, tons of trailer parks have fancy-sounding names with estates or villa tagged on. It's like the owners are trying to counter the stereotypes with the name. But most residents here are like Alex and just call it 2800 Broadway, or in Spanish, Las Trailas, the trailers. Alex has lived at 2800 Broadway his whole life. He's 18. He's proud to be from 2800 Broadway. At the same time, he's felt the stigma society assigns to neighborhoods like his. There's not a lot of trailer parks around here, so, you know, we stick out. My younger self, I would tend to, like, avoid, like, talking about where I live. Because, you know, it was like, so since I was very young, I was afraid of what people thought about you know, my, like, my household. I guess it's not normal for people to come out living from a trailer park, I guess. You know, a lot of people tend to grow up in big houses. There were some older kids that I remember my bus, you know, they would be too afraid to get off and then walk straight to the entrance of the trailer park, so they just walk around the houses and then try to sneak their way into the trailer park so nobody from the, none of the older kids from the houses see them, you know, walking into the trailer park and they're figuring out that they live here. Despite how the outside world views Alex's neighborhood and all the stigma surrounding this whole form of housing, none of that really matches his own experience, he says. And that was true for lots of folks I talked to. They'd come to the trailer park looking for peace or safety, a way to make ends meet, a foothold to the American dream, a chance to grow up around cousins and friends, a familiar home in old age. Well, yeah, just a lot of nice people. All my friends live here. In fact, Alex tells me if he got to choose where to be born, he'd go ahead and pick right here again. The trailer park at 2800 Broadway. 
Thanks to Linda Lutton for her reporting this week. Curious City is supported by the Conan Family Foundation and produced by me and Joe DeSalle. Adriana Cardona Magigad is our reporter. Maggie Sivet is the digital and engagement producer for Curious City. Asia Singleton is our intern, and Alexandra Solomon edits the show. I'm Jason Mark. See you next week. Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Meantime, it was chaos today at the Chicago City Council. A Chicago cop with a controversial past is running for judge. Other times, you're looking for a deeper understanding of what's going on in the city. Wow, that's so, no one has asked me that question. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts or at wbez.org slash rundown. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.